Hey everyone, it's Allie Corman Kentreve here with a look at the stock market for Thursday, April 20th, where we did see stocks fall in reaction to more earnings reports coming in, including the likes of Tesla, Ken. Yeah, Tesla, checking Tesla down almost 10% to today. So that kind of cast a pall on first quarter earnings season. Uh, we did hear from Lamb Research. So we'll take a look at LRCX and the chip equipment group uh, that reported earnings. Uh, SPS Commerce reports earnings uh, next week. This is a supply chain management uh, company, SPS. PSC. And uh, finally, uh, home builders and building stocks, they continue to outperform. So we'll take a look at installed building products, IBP. All right. Sounds like a plan. First, let's take a look at the major indexes today. The NASDAQ lower by eight tenths of a percent in today's session. We also had the Dow down three tenths of a percent, uh, the S&P 500 down six tenths of a percent. The Russell 2000 also taking uh, one of the harder hits today down about three quarters of a percent as it headed into the close here. But if you take a step back and you look at the daily chart here, Ken, we can see the NASDAQ is coming down to that 12,000 level, right where that 21 day line is. So we're still holding the 21 day line. So that seems pretty good to me. But is this the type of market that is uh, starting to wear out investors? Yeah, possibly. I mean, it's it's still a, it's still a tough environment out there. Uh, you know, the, the focus uh, seems to have moved away from interest rates and and the Fed to uh, you know the possibility of an earnings recession and what are these outlooks uh, going to look like. I mean, we'll see a lot of companies beating on the bottom line and top line by a wide margin, but what are they going to say for the current quarter for the full year? And you know, Tesla talking about uh, weaker margins. Uh, who knows? I mean, other companies could be talking about that. So you know, we did see some buying during the final half hour of trading it could have been worse on the nasdaq so that eight tenths of a percent decline um yeah you can see that uh little buying late uh, late in the session here so um interesting to see if we're going to get a distribution day or not volume was tracking lower on the nasdaq uh, considerably for all the session and then volume picked up late so uh if we end up getting higher volume that would be the nasdaq's uh, fourth distribution day since april mm. 5th so you know that's uh, worth uh, worth paying attention to volume a close call on the s p 500 as well uh, we haven't seen any distribution days on the s p 500 so uh that's pretty good uh in this uh in this nascent uh, uptrend but uh, volumes uh looks like a close call on both exchanges at this point got it and regarding the s p 500's price action it also still has room above where it is and the 21 day line it's now right around the 10-day moving average. It's found support there previously uh, along this move since the follow-through day here. But this seems to me like an index that could pull back more, Ken, and still not look too damaged. So what is your yeah. interpretation? Yeah, exactly. Well, we just looked at the NASDAQ. We see that that's just uh, kind of holding above its 21-day line. You see the S&P 500 kind of right at the 10-day moving average here. So it, it still has a ways to go to get down to that 21-day moving average. And uh, yeah, I mean, this index is, uh, you know, we've seen we've seen better breadth on the, uh, on the NYSE uh, than the NASDAQ. So not surprising to see this index uh, kind of holding, holding firm here at the 10-day line. So even though there was some selling in the market uh, today, uh, again, it, it just didn't seem to be a lot of damage done uh, to the market, at least in terms of the, the price action and the major stock indexes. Again, we'll see what volume looks like. Uh, it wasn't overwhelmingly heavy. Like I said, it looks like it's going to be a very close call to what we saw mm -hmm. yesterday, which was, uh, you know, it's been below average for, for right. several weeks now.
Yeah, it has. And while we're here looking at the S&P, let's also take a look at the RSP ETF, uh, which we've been keeping tabs on. It looks like it was hit about this you know, same as the S&P did today, down about six tenths of a percent. So not like we're seeing an, uh, a, a huge difference with the uh, overall ETF and this equal weighting today. Yeah, yeah. And I think with uh, with RSP, uh, we would definitely want to see this uh, this ETF get above. Uh, I think that's Tuesday's uh, high there. So right now, this is just kind of it's kind of battling near its 50 day moving average remains to be seen if it's going to be a resistance level or not. It hasn't retaken the line with conviction yet. But if it again can get back above that uh, that Tuesday high earlier this week, uh, you know, that would make uh, make RSP look a little better technically here. Okay. And now let's take a look at the Dow down today, but off lows, still a pretty mild pullback from that 34,000 level. And here's IWN, the Russell 2000, still in its recent trading range. So not making a whole lot of progress, but not breaking down. Yeah, Dow Jones, I would say, held up uh, pretty well. We we'll go back to the to the Dow here and see that it uh, actually managed to close in in the upper half of its uh, range. We heard from uh, IBM. Uh, you know, Verizon got dragged down because of a weak earnings report from uh, AT and T. Uh, so the blue chip index held up uh, pretty well today. It's hard to see. It's probably going to close right in the middle uh, of its uh, range, but again, right at the ten day line, just like the S and P five hundred. Okay. And moving on now, let's take a look at ITB Home Builders. Super impressive. We're going to take a look at uh, one builder play here. But here's ITB up 1.7% today. XHB, another uh, you know home construction home builder ETF here, up seven tenths of a percent today. But we're really starting to see uh, these kinds of stocks hit the accelerator. Yeah, this time it was a nice earnings report uh, from Dr. Horton that fueled uh, more buying in, in the group today. Uh, we've done well with uh, Meritage uh, Homes, MTH on uh, on leaderboard. Uh, it's been a nice uh, winner for us. Uh, they're going to be reporting earnings uh, next week with a, a couple of other home builders. So a lot of these home builders, they they popped and a lot of charts look like Meritage. I mean, it's been a tremendous performer since it, uh, you know, cleared this yeah. uh, latest consolidation. But uh, stock gave back uh, a lot of gains uh, today. And you can see volume uh, picked up the pace. So this uh, actually kind of has the, the look of stalling action, right? Where you see volume pick up the pace and we saw volume increase from the prior session above average. Uh, stock closed up 1.2%, but in the bottom half of its range. So there were definitely sellers in the stock uh, today in heavy volume, even though the stock did gain, it closed uh, near its session low. Mm-hmm. All right. Next on Not our Not too worrisome, list. though, I'll say, yeah. because our, our, we got an early entry here mm -hmm. and I uh, think it's uh, overall still acting fine. Right. Uh, any thoughts? So I guess we could take a look at the weekly chart. Um, I, I guess previously it did have a nice rate of ascent here. So it's maybe not out of totally out of question to see uh, it getting more extended. Although, let's see, before it pulled in last time, it closed this week. Uh, 16 and a half percent above the 10 week line. So yeah, it's, it's 12% above the 10 week line. So maybe it has uh, more to go on the upside before we could expect another pullback, but we'll have to see. We have, we have earnings coming up in, in six days and two of those days are the weekend. 
Yeah, we're going to hear from more home builders uh, next week, not only Meritage, but Century uh, Communities. And uh, there's a, a couple of others that I'll, I'll talk about in my earnings preview. But uh, it's really great to, to see this uh, outperformance. It has definitely been a pocket of strength in, in the market, which I've said over and over again, it's, it's very counterintuitive when people are worried about the economy. And I think just people are, are seeing brighter times ahead for the for the home builders, probably, you know, six months, nine months, a year, a year looking forward. Okay, now let's take a look at LRCX LAM Research up on its earnings report by 7% and change. And it had strong volume behind the move as well. Didn't quite get an RS line blue dot, maybe after the close and uh, when it updates, but it's close. On the daily, we are seeing a flat base. On the weekly, it is identifying that recent peak as a handle, but it looks like a strong week here for LRCX. And this is, this continues to be a sector worth paying attention to. Yeah. And if you look at the last three up weeks in above average volume, I mean, just look at the, look at three, three uh, up, up, up weeks in a row where volume kind of picked up the pace and volume is going to be heavy this week as well. So these uh, chip equipment firms uh, were kind of a little rough around the edges earlier in the week. Yeah. Uh, from Taiwan Semiconductor today, they reported earnings. Uh, there was reports that they were going to lower their CapEx uh, spending plans uh, again. I think that came from Reuters earlier in the week, but TSM came out with earnings and they, they kept their CapEx uh, plans uh, unchanged. So the results uh, were not great at uh, LAM Research. Uh, you can see declining earnings, mm -hmm. declining revenue, uh, and their guidance for the current quarter and full year was uh, a little bit soft. But I think investors just breathed a sigh of relief because if uh, you know TSM is cutting their CapEx uh, plans, that's not going to be good news for mm -hmm. the uh, chip equipment firms. But LAM Research uh, rallied on that news as well. Yeah. And in terms of an entry here, Ken, what do we what do we do about this one? Because it, it is retaking these converging moving averages, but now it's coming right up to this 533 area. Should we be concerned about resistance there or given the strength of today's earnings reaction, what might we expect from here? Yeah, I mean, there is a little bit of resistance at that 533. You can see, I'm not sure whether it looked like it probably topped 533 and then it, uh, mm -hmm. it backed off high. So there were a little uh, sellers there. I think the volume uh, today was was obviously very encouraging in a low volume environment. Um, you know, to see a stock moving in in heavy volume is uh, is encouraging. So, I mean, to me, Blam Research, if you want some chip exposure here, uh, I thought it was a buy signal today. Uh, held up pretty well. I mean, a close in the upper half of the range with the NASDAQ down uh, eight tenths of a percent uh, seemed like a pretty impressive close to me. Okay. And SPSC, this is SPS Commerce Enterprise Software Stock, which we've been keeping tabs on. Uh, looks like next year, the earnings number is expected to be quite solid and recent reports have shown strong growth. We're going to hear from them again coming up next week. And the stock has been trading nice and tight on the right side of a base. Yeah, I think it looks uh, it looks uh, pretty solid. The uh, the relative strength line has just been kind of moving sideways as the stock uh, forms the base. So uh, if this uh, starts to rally, you'd expect that RS line to start picking up the the base here. It's a thinly traded stock. You can see it trades just over 150,000 shares a day, but it is a high priced stock. So the average daily dollar volume is uh, is is pretty decent. Uh, but this is a company that has got the, the earnings and the revenue um, that that 32 or 38 percent decline uh, earnings this year mm -hmm. um, 
is more more than likely just due to a tough comparison to uh, 2022. You can see the record profits. Uh, a lot of companies did record profits in 2022, so you're seeing a lot of negative uh, growth estimates this year. But you can see growth ramping back up uh, 32% in 2024. So, like the tight action here around the 10-week moving average, and I uh, like to look at setups like this uh, ahead of earnings. So we'll see what the results look like tomorrow. But again, a pretty consistent track record of growth here. And last but not least, IBP is the one we want to check in on, installed building products. This group ranked 21 out of 197. Mentioned the blue dot earlier. We're seeing it here for IBP with earnings due in two weeks. So it seems like it's vying for a breakout here this week. Maybe if we were to point out uh, some wards would be this heavy volume on the downside. Do we know? What was going on there? I guess we could take a closer look at the at the daily chart there and where it closed for the day and in, and in the base. Uh, but we are seeing an attempted breakout this week after it cleared an early entry just a couple sessions ago. Yeah, and the, the strength in, uh, not only in the home builders, but a lot of these building sector stocks. I mean, you can see in the company description, it's a provider of insulation, installation. This is tough to say. <laughs> it's a tongue twister. <laughs> it really insulation, is. Insulation, installation. installation services. I That's know funny. I can't even say that two times fast. Um, <laughs> but uh, anyway, yeah, so this is, uh, again, another building sector stock that uh, you just look at the look at the fundamentals, look at the revenue growth in, in recent quarters. Now, annual earnings estimates look yeah. uh, a little bit uh, a little bit soft, but I'm really focusing more on the price action here. I think the weekly chart has a, a good look to it, uh, still in the early stages of breaking out of this cup base. I think that heavy volume decline as the base was forming is is worth uh, noting, but uh, looks like we're going to have a nice accumulation uh, week uh, this week on the, on the breakout and stock that still, you know, seems, uh, mm -hmm. seems, looks, looks pretty good here. Yeah, maybe this was options expiration. That could have been, been it. Yeah, but this is, and maybe, and maybe that's it's a thin stock. So, you know, maybe it could have had an outsized impact there. But yep. at any rate, thank you, Ken. And You're yeah, thanks everyone for tuning in. We'll be back with more tomorrow morning on IBD Live, and we hope you join us, investors.com/slash IBD Live for all the details on that. And we've got a special guest, Scott Bennett of Invest with Rules. So don't miss it. We'll see you there, and we'll see you back here tomorrow at the close to wrap up the week.